Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Empty Stands podcast. It's been a long time away from discussing the beautiful game, discussing the fantasy league, and we're at that time of the season where people are deciding and are looking. Is this where I'm going to finish come the end of this season? Well, we're not going to stop giving you tips, and that's why I'm joined today by Reward and Nkem, who will be walking us through game week 36. Reward, how are you doing today? Hey Chucks, I'm good. It's been a while. Um, and what a time to come back after my arguably the worst game week of my FPL career. Where <laughs> 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 I had like I had 32 points and I think it was my first red arrow in like 12 game weeks since the since the restart after the World Cup. So it's giving me a humbling, so yeah, great to be here again. Okay, how's it going? Ah, you got 32 now. I got 31. <laughs> What's the difference? It, 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 it seems everything right. is within the, the 30 plus region. I'm telling you, man, like, <laughs> it's, it's just been, I mean, I'm just so, I'm not just energized for the next game because I'm like, what are these players going to do? What are these coaches going to do? Because yeah, like like Chip said, it's squeaky bum time. So everybody's making changes. Everybody's trying to like just pull out a rabbit from the hat. So that puts us um, FPLers in a very very precarious situation. But I mean, we're here. We'll see how it goes. You know. Always, we we have to keep checking and playing till the last minute because it's not over until it's over and anything yes, can sir. happen. This yes, is four. Now looking into game week 36, we happens to be a double game week for some teams. The question we'd like to start with is up top. Isak or Wilson? Would you who would you select in in your team? Would you go with Isak or would you go with Wilson? And I would also like to mention that if you watch the Arsenal game closely, you would see that. There were different elements that both of them brought to that game or to that forward line of Newcastle, which did not produce a goal. But still, <laughs> Isak Obviously. <laughs> I know I know why you're laughing, but I'll start with you. So Isak Obviously. It's it's a really tricky, it's a really tricky one, right? I, I think um, Wilson has probably the, the the higher expected goals between the two. Um Isak has been good to me um, the moments I've had him on but I think for this game I'm going to maintain Isak since he's already in my team but I just can't shake the feeling that Wilson is going to give more returns because um, the games they are playing are against teams that are not um, the games that they have to the end of the season sorry are against teams that are not really biting at the moment are not keeping their defenses locked so I feel like Wilson will get a bigger shout with Isaac there's going to be the odd assist um, plus maybe a goal so in this regard I would go for if I had a chance I'll go for Wilson but I have Isaac so I'm going to stick with my Isaac reward how about you? yeah like in terms said it's quite um it's tricky, right? So if we look at it from expected minutes, um, let's 
I'm doing backstory. Since Wilson came back from injury, um, he's played in eight games and he's only started in three of those eight games. Isaac, on the other hand, during that period has started six of those eight games, right? So we can clearly say that Isaac is um, like the mainstay, he's the first choice striker, right? While Wilson is like second choice. But in those eight games, <laughs> like you mentioned, Isaac and Wilson have only started once together. And that was against Arsenal. And of course, we all know it was a disaster, right? <laughs> <laughs> there was an endeavor. I can say that there was an endeavor. No end results for endeavor. Right. But when Isaac has started, um, like started alone, right? The Wilson has only come on in the second half again in games against Villa, Southampton and Brentford when they were apparently chasing the game they were losing. So we've noticed a trend that um, Eddie Howe tends to bring on Wilson when they're losing the game to join Isaac. And each time Wilson comes on, he then takes up the number nine position while um, Isaac is shifted to the left, right? Isaac, we've also noticed that Isaac only comes off for Wilson when they're winning right so what does this mean i think this little story tells us that isaac is if it's for expected minutes we know that isaac has that unlock right um the only games isaac has been rested were games where there's a short turnaround between the games i think that was against everton and west ham right but if we look at this double game week um, we see that there are four four days of rest in between so I think we can say that's a short. <laughs> I think we can say it's a short turnaround time between Leeds and Brighton, right? Wilson is the most explosive of both of them, right? In those games, he's got five goals and one assist. Isaac is overall the best all round. I think he's a better player. He's I, I, what I, I I remember telling Faye the other day that Isaac is like what we thought Kai Havertz would be. <laughs> <laughs> Isaac embodies everything that we, we really wish and hoped Kai Havas would be but then again story for another day but looking ahead to this double game week I think picking between both of them should I don't think it should revolve around this game week 26 so I think whoever is picking should look at your team for remember like you said we have only three game weeks to the end of the season right so if you're if you have like a decent 8 attacker for double game week 37 and you're betting on Isaac or Wilson to start against Leicester, then I think Isaac is the most secure pick, right? Versus Leicester. But then I feel like Wilson is the most explosive. So if you're chasing like me, I would rather go with Wilson, right? But if you're like trying to hold rank and consolidate, I feel you should go with Isaac. Mm. I hope I didn't confuse you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, you, you didn't. Uh, and the thing is, you, you could go with Wilson since you're chasing and just you keep chasing. <laughs> Nothing comes out of it. But something special and explosive, like Reward said, could just happen. But I'll, I'll then come back to you, Reward, with this. If you have space in your team for both, looking at their fixtures to till the end of this season, would you get both of them in your team ahead of this game? Yeah, it's interesting you asked me that because, yes, I have already done that. I have both Isaac. Oh. 
Meu sim, é uma cena. That's interesting. Yeah, like I said, I'm chasing, so I mean, what's what's there to lose? We'll go for it. Okay, you're you're not. I won't say you're chasing, but you may have to chase to gain a little more ground. So what? I am just, you know. I am just, you know. So, like, so you going to see my approach? Like, now that I was talking, I was just like, let me just take a look at my squad. And when I saw my my third striker, I really considered um, adopting a world's approach. My other striker is working. And I have Tottenham, Liverpool, and Brighton. It's not encouraging for me. And I think it depends on your team setup as well. So, if you have a third striker um, that you, you kind of get the sense that it's going to give you good returns and probably historically in the last two, three games with this drive, yeah. But for me, I think I'm going to stick to my to my current setup with Isak because I already have Trippier and Botman. So for me, I have to pick between one of them. So given the chance, I would always go with Isak. Um, I hear rewards say that... Um, um, Wilson is more exclusive. Yeah, maybe coming onto the game, but I just feel like Isaac just has that trick or two in his pocket to always like provide that assist, you know, get that extra bonus and whatnot. And you know, Eddie how to. I just have a question to ask him, Cam. Who do you think yeah. is likely to score a hat trick? Definitely Wilson. But I was about to say something. You know, Eddie Howe has started watching Pep's tips. Uh-huh. So, <laughs> there's Howe there's left. So you really don't know what's happening. Uh, so, like, I've been seeing a lot of videos with um, uh, Wilson on YouTube. This is, maybe I'm going to go and say something he's not supposed to say and they'll bench him or something. <laughs> <laughs> you never know. So there's Howe left. So our advice and our fans will also be very aware of Howe left. And like you said, Isaac has had a good run, a decent run in the team. It seems to be like in a short bet in the team but which we'll say with this double game week it really hurt if he ends up playing like 10 minutes across both games <laughs> <laughs> oh, so so in, in Kem, you you also mentioned that you currently have two Newcastle defenders in Trippier and Sven Botsman and the question is as as we go into this game or if we look backwards we'll see that in the last 14 games Newcastle have only kept two clean sheets. Oh, so, what are you going to do with those two Newcastle defenders now? Ah, it's to talk to them and beg them. Now. <laughs> <laughs> are, are you are you retaining them going into this double game weekend for the run till the end of the season? I, I have to, right? Because also historically in the season, I might be wrong, but I feel like they've, 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 uh, they have a better defensive record um, when you compare it to maybe goals that they've scored as well. So I feel like their defense is a surer bet than striking options that they have. Not to say that they're not good strikers, but they've been able to show up the defense until recently. We might blame it on the running, um, getting towards the end of the season, the pressure, of course, as a Man United fan, I want them to take a lot of goals. <laughs> but because it's a double, because it's a double game week, I feel like it's 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 just too much to pass on um, for me. So I would rather, um, I think, I'll put um, my bet on having to maintain maintain the two defenders um, ahead of this game week. Reward? How about you? Yeah, I think I, the ideal thing to do is to 
since you already have two defenders, you just go with them. It's a double game week. So, I mean, um, that's the right thing to do, right? But then again, if you're chasing or if you're looking for the upside, those guys, they don't, it doesn't look like, I think, I feel like the whole Premier League, everybody has just forgotten how to defend. We don't even get any clean sheet, <laughs> right? So, everybody's just going, going, going attack. So, I mean, it could be double gaming, but you could end up with <laughs> one, one point each, right? So, if you're chasing, um, like if you have a free transfer, I feel like if you can get Wilson, like if you can sell um, um, Botman to get maybe a Trent or someone else, right? Then you can then upgrade your third striker to a Wilson. Yeah, that's, that's what I did. So, I sold... Um, Actually, so trippy because I mean I couldn't take any more of his nonsense. <laughs> two, two clean sheets in fourteen is just <laughs> at that price. Oh. So I upgraded him to Trent. <laughs> then I went for the third Newcastle asset. I went for Wilson. Yeah. Oh, fantastic, and I, I like that Trent came into the conversation already because we were having a brief chat before we started recording this episode. Uh, the question was, who are the people that don't have trends in their team? Is there something wrong with them? And two people on this call identified themselves as people that have something wrong with them because they don't have trends in their team. They have Bentil. But let's not let's not let's not deserve ourselves with who those two people are. Let's go back to reward and confirm. Going into this game week, seeing that Liverpool face Leicester City, who are leaking goals at the moment. The strength a must-have, and there was something you quoted about a 25-point hole last season. So, could you put that into perspective? Yeah, I remember the last time, um, last season, when Liverpool faced, um, what's their name? Leicester. And I the game, I remember the, the game week before that, Trent blanked, and I think everybody got angry or something, and we all sold him, right? And just in his way, in in a bit to pay us back. <laughs> the guy came up with 24 digital. <laughs> 24, it's called 24. And I, I feel like that's going to happen again. Leicester just look out of it. They look done. Uh, I mean, the way they were considering goals against um, Fulham the other day was just ridiculous. I think they're done. Um, yeah, so I feel like Trent, yeah, I think he might be a good captain, captaincy option because in the new role he's playing, I, I, I don't know if it's club that's copied Pep here in the inverted fullback um, thingy where the fullback turns to a midfielder. Trent looks like he's relishing that role. And every game you can see that he's either, he's either I think I feel like his haul is going to come very soon. If Liverpool keep a clean sheet and he gets an assist or a goal, that's, that's up to like 20, 24 points. So. I feel like it's coming very soon and it could be Leicester. Interesting. Okay. I know we said two people don't have to. <laughs> I don't know who those two people are. <laughs> yeah, but for but this like, game week, is Trent in your team? Yeah. Unfortunately, I have to, or rather, it doesn't look as fortunately, but yeah, I have to jump on the bandwagon and get him in. The problem I usually have with Trent is I just think he's just one of those people that his mother's prayer is working very well for him. <laughs> because just as I was thinking about it now, I was just thinking about Rich James, right? And I put two of them in the same bracket in the sense that, of course, Rich James for me is in a higher 
position. But like for me, I'm like, what's different about Trent's play that he's able to get way more returns than Rhys James? Like forgetting Chelsea's current season, but like I just feel like Rhys James is a better player. But I digress. Back to Trent. I really love big from the matter because he cost a lot. It's seven point six, man. And especially in this running, when we're trying to bulk up our midfield and our defense. So I would I would advise people that are able to move things around to get him in, to get him in. Because the last three games of the season for them, I feel is a win-win for them. And especially when they are hot on the tails of United and Newcastle. I think they're definitely going to win. I think they're a lot of, especially I watched the, the last game and I saw that he was very unlucky not to have scored. Yeah. So in my mind, I was really, really happy <laughs> that I didn't get <laughs> that the haul that I missed was not more than what I missed already. So for, for me, it's a formal thing. Um, so I'm definitely going to get him, get him in. All right. All right. So let's let's step back and look or step forward and look at another team that has a double game week coming into 36, and that's Brighton. Which so the match, one of the M's in the MMM of the Brighton side that always <laughs> seems to turn up. Right. Now he has pulled out with an injury. The question is: do we keep him? Do we sell him? Is he back in time for the game week or? What are our options? Do we bring in a CISO or someone else from the Bryson squad? Reward, I'll start with you. The match injury pained, it pained, it pained me to my soul because I had McAllister first on my bench with eight points. And so the match that was benched for, I think he came on in the like 70 something minutes to give me, and he, he still got a yellow card, I think. <laughs> right to get one point blocking uh, McAllister for me and I'm like what, what the hell anyways I feel the right thing or the easiest thing to do is just move him to uh, one of the other M's could be Mitoma or McAllister I think most people have Mitoma so maybe McAllister McAllister is on pens yeah I know he's playing DM but his <laughs> the way Brighton play their DM is more more involved in he takes lots of shots his expected goals and goal involvement are quite high, so I feel like he's a good pick. And of course, it's a double game, although their games are quite difficult. But I see the game against Arsenal uh, as very high scoring, and Newcastle, I see both games as quite high scoring. So, yeah, McAllister looks like a good shout. Alternatively, you could go the Newcastle route. Um, there's a Wheelock, there's a Murphy. I don't think Joel Linton is a good um, pick because of the injury to Longstaff. So Joel Linton might push, um, might be pushed further back to support the midfield. So I think Willock, um, Murphy, yeah, and maybe if you're feeling Ponty, Sam Maximan is back. So maybe if you want to go there, yeah. Or, okay. Yeah, I mean. It depends on your bench or what your team looks like. You could just bench him and use someone else on your bench. So, yeah. All right. So, well, okay. how would you match is, match is Match is going well. He has, he has stressed me. In fact, I'm, I'm, it's, I, it's another case of FOMO as well. Because um, when I think about it, I've seen most of the template teams still have um, that stupid guy. The stupid guy. 
stupid. <laughs> so, so, like, yeah, I, I feel like if if the if I'm still thinking, I might I might need to definitely take out. I'm 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 really confused because I feel like I want to take both of them out. As much as it's so tempting, and according to FPL laws, like you don't miss out on a double game opportunity. I just feel like Brighton has gotten to that point where they are being. I won't say found out, but they are quite vulnerable. I don't know why. They look tired. So, yeah, they look tired. Yeah. So, their usual play, like the game against Everton was, I, I had to look twice. They beat them in their house that, that way, right? And I was just like, what's going on here? And the games that they have, I think two of them are away. I mean, in the next two game weeks, they have four games over the two next game weeks. And I'm not really encouraged. So, I'm really thinking about swapping. Um, March for uh, maybe an Arsenal asset because those guys look like they, are really guys, they look like they look like you know, <laughs> I, 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 exactly. I don't know what's like, up with their guard. Once I saw them, I just like, exactly like dude. Like if I'm being honest, it's other guy that is entering my eye. <laughs> just that what's really confusing me about moving my players about is um, I still want to see how I can get Harry Kane back in as well because I feel like he's chasing some goal records or whatnot, you know, seeing as he's not going to win any problems in his career. I'm not sure if I'm but it's his decision. <laughs> but, <laughs> but yeah, I'm definitely going to take out, I'm going to take out Marsh. I feel like the hamstring injury he had, I think it had been troubling him for a while. Yeah. I think he kept him out of the United game for some time. And when he came back, I think he finally snapped it. So, even if he comes back, he's not going to be 100. Um, yeah, I, think so, he's out. I think he's out for the season, so... Yeah, so I, I definitely would advise that um, most FPLers um, take them out and find an alternative. Like the word was saying earlier, um, the alternatives are there, McAllister, um, but I don't know. I'm just not, I, I don't know why. I've just not been sold by McAllister. I just think McAllister is like me on a very good deal on Saturday. Saturday football. <laughs> like, he's good, don't get me He's okay, he's decent, but like, as a player that I want to put in my midfield for house, I don't know. I just, aside from the fact that he's on penalties, he hasn't just convinced me. But then again, he might prove me wrong. But yeah, I would definitely take March out. And I'm looking at an Arsenal asset, probably other than as a replacement. All right. So we know it's semi final season for Champions League. And our very own Pep Guardiola would be turning tables and playing what we call the player roulette. We don't know what he's going to pull up with. We don't know what cards are going to show. So the question is, with all of these mind games Pep always does to us FPL managers, how would you be treating your city assets? And would you trade those for differential assets and who would those be? So I'll start with you, Reward. Would you be keeping your city assets or trading them for some differential? Uh, Pep stresses me, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad last game week I took out Grealish for Mares um, for his 10 I mean, without that Mares 10 points, I would have been like, <laughs> like 11 or so for the game. <laughs> <laughs> but so I'm glad I have Mares and seeing that he didn't even come in um, for the Champions League game against Madrid. So I feel like 
his sure start. But then again, Pep can can be Pep. So but I feel like Mares and Foden and Alvarez might be sure starters. Um, yeah, I feel like they will start. Meanwhile, guys like Grealish, KDB, they looked knackered after that um, Madrid game. I feel like K- K- I think KDB even got a knock at the end of the game, so I feel like he might be rested. But the stress point here is Haaland. I have absolutely no idea what Pep is going to do. Okay, <laughs> can you read Pep's mind? <laughs> oh God, there is no stress point there for Haaland. There is no stress point. Haaland is, is going to start. Haaland is going to play that game. I just feel like he's just the... We had this discussion before we started the call, right? Like, it's... it's He's in a time where he needs to score goals and Haaland is chasing chasing records. He has already broken the record, but he's still chasing the record. Um, they have the title online. He's definitely going to play. Even if he's not going to play him um, for the entire game, Haaland is definitely going to play. And Haaland always has the opportunity to pop. Um, regarding the other assets, Rono. <laughs> that's my own. That's my own advice. Because uh, you see this clip. You see this clip. As far as I'm concerned, you know the hundred plus charges that they've claimed that they found in Man City. One of them has to be pet betting with FPL Conway because I do not understand some things and decisions he makes. I understand them, but it's just so difficult for you to put your finger on who is going to start. I mean, if KDB when he's even 100% fit, faces the bench. I mean, look at Gundogan, look at the amazing stuff that he's doing. Even that's not a starting, he's not a starter. Foden being probably, in my opinion, the greatest generational talent that England has seen since Paul Gauss Square. And maybe, maybe Wayne Rooney. That's an argument for another day. You are benching him. You are giving him the odd 10 minutes or 15 minutes or something. So, like, there's just nothing... There's no data set you can use to decide what this guy is going to do. We're just saying how he was. He also rotated his goalkeeper. This guy is probably rotating his fitness team or his kit, kit men. I don't understand it. So I don't I don't even want to try that. So I think the only person that's going to be a show bet, and if you decide you don't want to go with him, you are the one risking your, your points is Haaland. So I'll definitely be maintaining just the one uh, Man City assets. You might be as lucky as uh, Reward, and because yeah, Reward makes very strong points. Because if you watch the Real Madrid game, you will see that it's very possible that there's every possibility that Foden and uh, Mares might start the next game. But again, you don't know. So it's just Haaland for me. I mean, I have stones. I have stones, and I'm so I, I'm just I don't know what to do, honestly. The last time this there was a Champions League game, Pep removed substituted stones in the 55th minute, and they were keeping a clean shirt. Can imagine? I mean, I still well, have, I, I still have PTSD from that. <laughs> it's Pep. It's Pep. I was I was even thinking about Aki, right? When I saw that Aki was back from injury, I think he played in the Madrid game. I got um, injured. He got injured. Do you understand? <laughs> like so, like what's really going on? Like. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, I would just stay away from everyone but Haaland. As in, Haaland is the only person that I'm gonna have a night game for sure. Yeah, so I guess most people would be taking Kem's advice, which is run from the rosé. Just keep running <laughs> run, and, and don't zip back. Just run. All right, so we'll be taking a quick break, and when we come back, we'll be discussing the main topic, which always is 
captaincy picks and some differentials. We'll be right back. In the year of the pandemic, when the stadiums were empty and football stopped, the empty stands was born, bringing you major happenings, drama, match previews, and FPL reviews. Tune in for all these and much more from the beautiful game to the Empty Stands Podcast. And we're back. Before we left, uh, remember in Kem's advice I gave just before we went on break, which is run from the roulette. So don't forget that. If you forget anything else from this episode. But before we head to captaincy, we just want to consider what differentials. Is that time of the season when you could actually run for it, run for, for that finish line and maybe you could get it. So what players could help you do the magic and take that leap of faith? Reward, what options are we looking at? Uh, I know a lot of us who came off the Arsenal midfielders, like Martinelli, Odegaard, and Saka. I feel like Saka is dead, so we can ignore him. Um, yeah, because I think Arteta sucked the life out of him. The boy is tired. But Odegaard looks to have found, I don't know what he's found, but the guy looks to be on fire again. And I feel like he's the best um, differential um, going into the last three games of the season. Last game, he had 10 points. Previous game, with 15 points. Um, the other one, 7 points, 10 points. So he's, he's really been on fire lately. So I feel like he's in a rich vein of form. And against Brighton, who considered... <laughs> Well, we can call it an off game, but I feel like right, the game against Brighton will be, I see it like a high scoring game. So maybe a 4-2, 4-3 kind of game. So and I feel like Odegaard and Martinelli both would eat good in this game. So yeah, if you can, go for them. Um, I also like the looks of Sam Maximan. I don't think anybody has him. Um, like we mentioned earlier, Eddie Howe must have seen how horrible his experiment of Wilson and Isaac went. So I feel like he would likely revert to a correct <laughs> left winger. And Sam Maximan being, I think, the best. I still feel like he's one. He's up there, one on one. That guy is, is amazing, right? He causes so much, <laughs> so much chaos and havoc, right? So he's just three percent owned. I feel like he's a good differential. Heading to the double game week, Willock. My problem with Willock is that he takes a lot of shots, but his accuracy is awful. So, except you, you can be lucky and he decides to know how to strike the ball this game week and hauls for you. Yeah, but Willock is also a good shout. So is Murphy, but then he's sharing minutes with Almiron. So it could be Murphy, it could be Almiron. I think just wait for team Le- Newcastle game is the first of the game week, so we should be able to get some team leaks. So, depending on what comes out, you can easily point on the yeah. All right, thanks, thanks, reward. Uh, okay, from your end, 
Are, are you focusing on the double game weekers or do you have some single game week options who could be different shots? Yeah, I think I think I'm going to latch on to the single game week options because with the double game week guys, apart from the usual suspect, I'm not really really no one has impressed me. I feel like reward is the agent of darkness of FPL. <laughs> so just so, so just Saint Martin. That guy is basically basically we route led 2.0. There's no output. There's just there's just a lot. There's a lot of activity, but there's nothing really going on. Like if we check, if you, if we even check the stats, I'm sure Willock is even a better option in terms that Willock has more returns than the guy. Like the guy just always he has played ball, apparently. <laughs> you, do you do you get like the guy just flatters to deceive? But I get your point too. Like he he looks like someone that will come on for them at this point in the season and like bring something different. But I think the main for for me the main person would be Odegaard because Odegaard is just very surprising that a lot of people don't own him now. Um, again, it's understandable because of the double game weeks and the running, but. Other guy is on fire. The Arsenal assets, I think most of the Arsenal um, assets now have become different, different shots because of the double game week. So I feel like, yeah, if you're able to sneak in other guy, I'm definitely going to be sneaking him in. Um, so someone else, <laughs> excuse me, that I was considering, um, given the, the run-in that they have, is Solanke. So I don't know why, but... I just believe in the guy and he seems to always pull a little rabbit out of the hat for, for Bournemouth and the game that they have um, this weekend doesn't seem like a far cry and seeing as how they are trying to maintain, I, I, I think they've already maintained their Premier League status but like I think it's, it's shopping season as well for players so it's time for you to start showing your your greatness for your next club ahead of the summer. So the two people I would be considering or uh, suggesting would be other dad. In fact, the Arsenal squad and Solanke. Right, thank you very much, Nkem. It's it's not going to be easy making a team selection this game. I can tell you that. But, and even or oh, one decision that it's going to be a lot more difficult. It's a captaincy decision. <laughs> Who gets the armband for game week 36? Pep Relay in play, running away from that. Who gets the armband? Okay, I'll start with you. <sighs> My answer cannot be final now because I need to go and fast. <laughs> I still need to fast. <laughs> but this, especially after my 31 from last week, I can't even, I can't play about, I can't mess about with this, with this decision. But I mean, definitely it has to be someone with, uh, that has the double game week. And at the moment, huh, I'm leaning towards Isak or Salah. Because I mean, it's time for Salah to shine. Salah is, Salah is probably gonna. Salah is. I think. I feel like Salah is on a redemption drive right now, and his form too has been good. Haaland might be an option, but I don't know. I just can't really predict what the setup will be. I think I'm okay. I'm content with just having him in my squad for now. But it's gonna be between Isaac and Salah for me. How about you? Hmm. 
Okay, so I know a lot of people have Trippier, but I mean, Newcastle have kept one clean sheet in the last 10 game weeks, so I wouldn't go near their defenders in terms of captaincy. But I mean, this could be the game week that Trippier decides to redeem himself. Who knows? Um, Isak. Yeah, I know we said earlier that he has like the expected minutes, but I mean... Wilson can do a lot more in 20 minutes than Isaac can in 90 minutes, so it's tricky. I feel like we should wait for the leaks if we see that, because the first game is against Leeds, right? And that seems to be like the one that would... Leeds have to come out. I don't think they would do that. Some other dies. They need goals. They really have to come out and attack, So, and I feel they will be leaky. Their defense is shit anyways. So the game against Leeds looks like the high scoring one. Even the game against Brighton, both are high scoring games. So if Isak starts the game against Leeds, I might go with Isak. But knowing that Isak starting might mean Wilson will then start the one against Brighton. Am I the of the coin? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> My captaincy is currently on Wilson because I'm chasing, right? If you're trying to consolidate rank, I would say go with Isaac. But if you're chasing and feel bunty, go with Wilson. There's Salah somewhere, but then Liverpool play away. Their form away from home hasn't been the greatest, but again, it's Leicester. So, yeah. Choose Salah. Choose <laughs> If, you, if you've not noticed, I've not been playing FPL for the past five game weeks. I'm out of running for anything. I've scored below the lowest average, the average lowest for about three consecutive game weeks. So I don't think I'm playing FPL anymore. There was a game I'm not sure was, what it is. I was actually. checking. I was checking the highest of that. I, I somehow saw that you were the last. <laughs> Uh, so I don't know what to call it, but I'm not I'm not sure what game I'm playing anymore. So right now I just want to go and have a field trip on game week 36. So if you ask me who my captain would be, it could as well be Trent Alexander Arnold. And who knows? Maybe 24. Maybe we won't give him the triple captain chip. Hmm. Oh, you still have that. Interesting. Yes, I still do. I have to show you I'm not playing this game. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so we, we've we've gone through we've gone through the questions into this game week 36. Uh, we've looked at Captain C, which is the most difficult decision anyone would have to make. Come game week 36. Are there any other things you want our listeners to look out for? Rewarding care. Any last thing you want them to observe as they go into game week 36? Again, just to reiterate, hold out for team leaks. We should be able to get some before the game week starts, especially for Newcastle. So I guess that will then determine who we go for between Isaac and Wilson. All right, okay. Is it still run from the relay? <laughs> oh, yeah. We're always running from the relay. Yeah, so I think, yeah, I'm um, reward. Just like holding out to the last minute because I'm so tempted to actually pull the trigger right now on my team selection. But you know how FPL usually do. Um, another thing I would advise our listeners to look out for is I mean, there's no harm planning ahead as well for the assets you might be considering for the next game week, seeing as 
there are some teams that have double game week. Um, <clears throat> worthy to mention my team, my United. So we know we are running, we are running mad now. Bruno has rested. Bruno has been Bruno. dodging points. Bruno, I'm telling you, man. Like I'm so tempted to bring Bruno into my team just because I love him, but like. I don't know, man. Then Mr. Push, Mr. Push, and I have one very, very huge opinion of Rashford. Like I say, people will beat me, but I think that's for another discussion. <laughs> but, yeah, I'm not so. I'm not so. Um, I don't really trust um, the masses for now. But I would suggest you actually look out for them because my United has um, a lot to play for in the next um, game week. That's 37. So planning ahead of that. Um, just knowing what points you can shave off to get assets in would help. Um, Brighton too has a double game week, but <laughs> those guys are looking like they are, they are digging for oil right now. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> that would be my parting shot. All right, you've heard it all from the guys here at the empty stands. And what you would do right now is go set your team and remember to follow us on twitter at the empty stands and on instagram at the empty stands podcast it's bye for now and wishing you green arrows in game week 36 cheers